0: is going on everybody and welcome back to another episode of the 812 scoreboard my name is chris schreiber and i am here on behalf of the 812 i'm here for stw so if you want to go ahead and follow both of those on uh social media it is 812 now on all social media it is underscore STW or stw on any social media you can find us all over the place if you want to get sponsorships for future episodes of the podcast or if you want to get your um news or updates or anything like that in front of local podcast listeners or anything like that you're going to want to send all that information over to news at 812now.com and we'll go ahead and get you taken care of over there so we're going to go ahead and cover the sectional semi-finals and we're going to talk about um kind of the scores of the sectional semifinals. um take a look at some of the stats for uh the winning teams of those games and um Take a look ahead at the sectional championship games that are coming up uh, this week, and also we're going to be answering some of your questions um, that we had posted out there for our weekly mailbag that we're going to be starting here for the next couple weeks, and um, then we're going to talk about some news that you know happened here in um, you know the past week. Uh, so let's go ahead and get started here, and let's take a look back. At Friday October 27th some of these scores so the teams that played this that past week were Franklin County Lawrenceburg Batesville Milan North Decatur Switzerland County and East Central so taking a look at Franklin County um, unfortunately Franklin County season ends at four and seven with a 37 to nothing loss to Indian Creek Indian Creek advancing to the sectional championship um, Lawrenceburg and Batesville was the Dearborn County classic game of the week um, and it delivered uh, I was there in attendance for that game and that was a that was a fun one to be at um, unfortunately the Lawrenceburg Tigers um, come up short on that one um, it was 20 to 14 Batesville Lawrenceburg season ends eight and three tough loss for the Tigers you know just coming from the perspective of STW since Lawrenceburg's one of our schools um, tough loss for the Tigers had huge aspirations this year to make it back to state. And, unfortunately, they're going to have to wait another year to give it another go. So, um, congratulations to Batesville, though, on advancing to 10-1 on the year and heading to the sectional championship. Uh, Milan with a 14-8 to victory over Try, advancing. Um, North Decatur. Actually, actually, you know what? We'll go back here because I forgot I had stats for the Milan game. Um yeah, 14-8, Milan. Um, take a look here at some of these, just a quick run through of these stats. White Marsh, um, quarterback, 2-for-5, 29 yards, and a 59.6. Quarterback rating, your leading rusher on the night was, let's take a look here. Some of these stats are kind of all over the place here. Yeah. Um, Number seven, Mason Green. Mason Green had uh, 12 carries, 95 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, Let's take a look over here on the defensive side of things. (laughs) Leading tackler is number seven, Mason Green, as well. Um, Mason with 10 total... Actually, I lied. No, there was one hidden down here. Number 53, Landon Stanley. Stanley had 12 total tackles on the day, but the defense as a whole walked away with two, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine tackles for loss. So that was a fantastic defensive effort there. It looks like they also recorded, there was no sacks, but they were getting after the quarterback with two, three, four, five quarterback hurries. So that's always a plus there. Uh, two interceptions on the day, and then two, three, four, five passes deflected. Um, so congratulations to the Milan Indians advancing north decatur with a dominant win 63 to nothing over edinburgh um take a look at some of the stats on that one um, let's see number four mason morris uh, mason morris well four for four to eight 57 yards and a touchdown um, your leading rusher was number 29 corbin thackeray and looks like Thackeray had six carries for 81 yards and three touchdowns, but they were also one, two, three, four other rushing touchdowns. Along with, over on the receiving end of things, number 20, uh, Ty Littmer. Uh, Ty Littmer put up a touchdown on the receiving end of things as well with two receptions for 47 yards. Um, over on the defensive side of things, your leading tackler of the night is number 48, Caleb Phelps. Looks like he had six total tackles, if I'm reading that correctly, there on the evening. Um, But there was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 total tackles for loss, two sacks, and two interceptions, and a fumble recovery. So they were all over this team that night. So, congratulations to the Chargers on advancing 63 to nothing. Uh, Switzerland County season comes to an end at six and five with a forty-four to nothing loss over Eastern, and then East Central keeps that thing rolling at eleven and zero with a fifty-six to twenty victory over Martinsville. Um, we'll take a look at some of the stats here for East Central. Uh, Cole Burton, quarterback, four for six, one hundred and six yards. So congratulations to him. Um, over on the rushing side of things. Josh Ringer, I'm telling you, he he, he you got to put him on your on your number 1 list for Mr. Indiana Mr. Football. You have to. I don't see how not. This guy in the sectional semifinals had 24 carries for 325 yards, averaging 13 and a half a carry with seven touchdowns. Seven. Breaking now I, we're going to talk about records here in a minute, but that breaks his previous record that he that he set at the beginning of the year in week one. With he had six touchdowns in the first half against Lawrenceburg. This dude put up seven, which is a school record, <laughs> seven total touchdowns in a game. Now we're going to talk a little bit more about Josh here in a minute because we got some more, um, uh, you know, record breaking stats to talk about. Seven touchdowns. Um, over on the receiving end of things is Ryan Brotherton, two catches for 68 yards. Um, taking a look at the defense, your leading tackler is big number 46, Braden Rouse, 13. 13 total tackles, but um, you had two, three, four, five, six tackles for loss in this game. Um, looks like you had one, two, three, three sacks for the defense, one interception. Three passes deflected, a blocked field goal by Carson Pazanka. Good job there, bud. Um, and then over on the special team side of things, let's take a look here. Uh, Nathan McPhee was 8 for 8 on PATs. So congratulations to the East Central Trojans on advancing to the sectional championship. Now, we'll go ahead and take a look here ahead. Um, but before we do that, I want to go ahead and plug the fact that we have an interview here um, from the Lawrenceburg-Batesville game. We have two interviews, actually. Uh, I had a chance to speak with um, quarterback Will Jaisal. Jaisel? Will Jaisal, I got confirmation on that last name. So quarterback Will Jaisal, and um, I also talked to uh, defensive end Bobby Weiler. Um, so we're going to go ahead and uh, plug those interviews right now. And then I'll catch back up with you guys here in a second. We'll take a look at the next week. All right. I'm here at Batesville, Indiana here at Batesville Bulldogs versus Lawrenceburg Tigers. I've got Batesville quarterback, Will Geisel here after a big sectional semifinal win over the Lawrenceburg Tigers. It was 20 to 14. Will tell me some of the things you were seeing out there, man. I mean, it looks like it was a tale of two halves out there for sure.
1: Yeah. So Lawrenceburg, obviously great team. I mean, they're, They're so gritty. They're so tough. Their group of seniors is just really good. And, you know, that first half, like, frankly, we I I hate to say this, but we dominated in the first half. And then we come back out in the second half. They they do some great things. They stack the box more to play against our run and they're blitzing me more. I don't have as much time. And, uh, you know, they really forced our offense to stagnant in the second half. And I think that's just great, great uh, adjustments by them. And then our defense ended up just having a Gritty, gritty performance, and that was just awesome to see.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, for your guys' defense to come out and play the way they did in the second half, I mean, it really was a battle of the defense. I mean, there were a couple turnovers for both teams, you know, whatever. Um, unfortunately, you know, for the Tigers, it was a little bit more crucial turnovers on their end. Um, but, you know, that's, that's just the way the game's played. Um, you guys obviously would have had to have made second half adjustments mid-game, yeah. I mean, because the way they came out and played you guys. You know, what were some of the things, you know, once they started blitzing you guys more, what were some of the check downs and stuff you were looking at?
1: Yeah, so, I mean, me and Alex Cruckler number 85. I feel like we have pretty good chemistry, and, you know, we, we ran a couple uh, plays where our protection wasn't so great, and he he slid out, and, you know, he didn't end up getting the first down on that long third down. He ended up being an inch or two short, but that that's some of the stuff that we got to clean up as a team is our protection when people start blitzing us more. And part of that's on me. i got to wait longer and give our O-line time to talk. But I think some of the adjustments we can make is just slipping out the fullback when he's not necessarily supposed to. So I think we should continue that.
0: Gotcha. All right. So, hey, looking ahead. I haven't had a chance to look at the final scores yet. I don't know what's going on over not there. Either. But it's Franklin County or Indian Creek. You know, both teams coming off some pretty decent wins. Yeah. yeah. You know, what's the outlook from a quarterback's perspective going into next week?
1: Um, I think – You know, both teams are on a roll right now. Both teams are hot. Um, Indian Creeks QB has been playing absolutely like amazing in the second half of the season, and uh, so you know you'd hate to see him. But Franklin County also got their uh, QB Gilman back, so they could be dangerous as well. But I think as long as we stick to our game plan and we uh, we execute, I think we'll be fine, and we'll. Hopefully take on the sectional title.
0: All right. Hey, man, and I wish nothing but the best of luck to you guys. We are here at Batesville High School after a 20-14 victory for the Bulldogs over the Lawrenceburg Tigers. Will, thank you so much, man. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right. I'm here at Batesville High School after a huge sectional semifinal win and a great game, 20-14 to 14 Batesville Bulldogs over the Lawrenceburg Tigers. I'm here with defensive end. Bobby Weiler, Bobby, how you doing tonight, man?
2: I'm doing good. I'm feeling good too.
0: All right, hey. So over on the defense, man, you guys were making some plays, and you boys were flying around. You got—I mean, literally—you could hear them them pads cracking. What are some of the things that you guys were kind of picking up on as a defense to kind of be able to, you know, defend the way Lawrenceburg was coming at you? Because it seems like they were—they were running a lot of the wheel out the backfield and different things like that. You know, how do how do you guys prepare for something like that? You know, in the moment.
2: Well, uh, I mean, from the beginning we knew that they have Teagan Bennett, a solid running back, and uh, Hayden Saylor, he's the number 19. He's a really good receiver too. And um, I don't I don't know number two's name, but he's solid. And so we – Jonathan Bushley, a DB for us, practice. We just had him man on him all week. And uh, Damian Dance, our other DB, he stepped up and was making plays out there. And the D-line were just filling their gaps because uh, we've been all oh – You're good, you're good, you're good. Um, we just knew it was going to be a tough game because Lawrenceburg has always hit – they hit hard and Team Bennett will run straight up the middle through the gaps.
0: Yeah, man. So, um, you know, kind of just taking a look, you know, obviously second half – Lawrenceburg went into that locker room, and I don't know what happened. They came out. It was a tale of two halves, like I had told the quarterback in the last interview. I said, you know, they had to have done something in that locker room. They came out. They were they were playing hard, and they're driving down the field, man. But in the moment, you guys are, are just taking it to them. I mean, some big, big stops and crucial moments for you guys in this game. Um, you know, what was the feeling like, you know, on those fourth and shorts and fourth and mediums? Like, what was the feeling in the huddle? for you guys, you know, the, the the mindset for you guys to really just get a stop?
2: I mean, it was – the whole game was an emotional roller coaster because it was just up and down, and they were making big plays. We were making big plays, and uh, we just kept saying we got to we gotta keep on going. And, uh, like, being a senior, we were, like, the underclassmen knows how much it means to us to w- want to keep playing, and they were playing as hard as they could for us, and we were – Asked them to give their all, and we just we're trying to keep our heads up the entire time.
0: And you guys are playing a fantastic season so far. So, we're going to take a look ahead here. I don't know who won the game. I haven't seen any scores yet, but it's going to either going to be Franklin County or Indian Creek. Now, I don't know too much about Indian Creek, but I've watched Franklin County twice this year. If it ends up being Franklin County, they, they've, I've heard they got Gilman back. He's a pretty speedster quarterback, and that uh, I can't remember what his first name is, but the Wee-Wee, the number two, the running back, um, both – real speedy kids off the outside you as a defensive end man how do you prepare to contain a guy you know two guys like that who can really if they get off the edge and you get you know blocked you know you get hooked it it, it could be a game changer for for that you know how do you prepare you know for a speedy quarterback like that
2: we're just uh this this whole week we just gotta stay focused during practice and i gotta make sure i'm doing my assignments what my coach has me doing and uh i know i have faith in the linebackers for picking up the gaps that I can't fill and the other D line. So that's – we just got to work hard and practice this week.
0: Sounds good to me. Hey, man, well, I appreciate your time. We're here at Batesville High School after a 20-14 to victory for the Batesville Bulldogs over the Lawrenceburg Tigers. Bobby, man, I appreciate your time. Thank you. All right. And once again, congratulations to the Batesville Bulldogs on advancing to the sectional championship game. Two good dudes right there that we had an opportunity to talk to. Um, fantastic, uh, you know, players and a great interview as well. So, taking a look here at the upcoming slate of games, it looks like in Dearborn County, we've only got three more teams left playing this weekend. So, Batesville is going to battle it out with Indian Creek for the sectional championship. So the 10-1 Bulldogs are taking on an 8-3 Indian Creek team. So that should be a solid game. And I think it's at Indian Creek that week. That's what it looks like here on our side. Uh, Milan taking on North Decatur. So that should be a fun one there. North Decatur, I think, played Milan on the way to their uh, semi-state um, appearance last season. Um, so eight and both teams are 8-3. Should be a good game. Um, and then East Central is coming home. And that is going to be your STW game of the week. So the 11 and 0 Trojans are taking on the 6 and 5 Greenwood. And I can't remember what the Greenwood uh, mascot is, unfortunately. I think it's uh, the 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 tree, the treeman or something like that. It's a double check. I'm going to look right now. Woodman. Ah, we were close. So the <laughs> the uh, 11 and 0 Trojans take on the 6 and 5 Woodman. Um should be a solid game, I think. Uh, the past couple times we've watched East Central and Greenwood play, um, it's been um, it's been solid. So should be a good game, I think. East Central might roll away with this one, um, but I think it's going to be a I think it's going to be a, a good one for sure. Um, so you know, talking about Josh Ringer, um, kind of staying on topic here for East Central. I mean, it was this dude, man. I, I I'm telling you, they. These these guys are already central. They they know what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? It's um, it's kind of crazy to you know to look at. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and pull up what's going on here. So, in case you didn't know, with his 300 plus yard game against Martinsville, um, Josh Ringer broke the school record for career rushing yards, and I'm gonna go ahead and pull up the numbers here just to make sure. Um, I don't mess anything up here. So, Josh Ringer has 5,910 career rushing yards um, currently on the year, um, which breaks the school record from, I believe it was 2000 and, 2003. Three. I want to get my stats right before I say that. Let me double check here. But I keep going back, I, so I can't. Uh, let's see. I think it was two thousand and three, but it was Andrew Wolfe. Um, and it might even be longer than that. Um, yeah, I can't find a year on that, unfortunately. Um, so yeah, it was a fifty-seven yard touchdown run. It was his fourth touchdown of the night, and he took off like a man on fire. Breaking that all time record. Um, and I, you know, he's what 90 yards away from hitting 6,000. Um, we're going to be there to hopefully he, you know, I don't see how he can't. However, we'll be there to watch. Um, if he gets 90 yards to hit that 6,000 mark, that should be pretty fun for Josh. Um, Good dude, you know. I mean, all around. I mean, we're talking records being broke all over the place. The big three over there between Josh Ringer, Cole Burton, and Ryan Brotherton. I mean, they are shattering the East Central record books on this historic year for the Trojans. I mean, this is this is one of the more complete East Central Trojan teams that we've seen in a long time, um, and they're playing their tails off. So, congratulations to them. Congratulations to Josh on breaking such an an awesome record, man. I mean, you're 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 moving around and you're. You're doing the dang on thing, man. I mean, it's it's fantastic, and I, I mean, we're we're happy to see it. So you know, it's a once in a lifetime talent when you get things like that. You know, when you start seeing numbers like that pop around, especially once you get deep in the playoffs and the, you know, the talent level gets a little bit higher, and you're still putting up, you know, dog numbers. Um, it's crazy. Um, so yeah, we're gonna go ahead and move on real quick here to wrap up the show, and we're gonna talk about. Um, some of these uh, questions that we got. So we put out a mailbag question just to kind of get some things from some people um, from social media. And we had a couple questions come in, and here are the ones that we're going to go ahead and answer. Um, Anaya Mucker said, who are some of the standout players on each team that you follow and feature? Um, So for us, you know, I would take a look at, you know, know, if we want to just stick on the train here for East Central, you know, it's going to be Cole, it's going to be Ringer, it's going to be Brotherton on the offense there for East Central. We're on defense, man. Braden Rouse, absolute dog that dude's putting up double digit tackles every week um good good kid good player good football player uh Carson Pizanka you don't want to throw a football his way I mean he's he's gonna put a hurting on you if you do um Jace Dorsey's solid um a lot of just solid solid dudes um want to give some love to some offensive linemen Noah Schneider's a dude Noah Brown's a dude um you know that like I said complete team um if you want to take a look at Lawrenceburg Um, Tegan Bennett, running back, solid, solid, solid player. It sucks. He got hurt a lot um, in his career. Hate to see that, but, I mean, he is a solid, solid running back. Uh, A-House, quarterback. Logan A-House is a dog. um, Over on the defensive side of things. Zayvon Slayback, fantastic football player. Um, And like I said, there's no particular order for how I feel about this, and there's obviously more guys that we could think of, but, just for time constraints for the podcast, you know, I'm just naming some dudes that pop into my head right away. Uh, Braden Combs, another guy for the Lawrenceburg Tigers. Combs is fantastic. Dude's got speed too. I mean, he is quick. Um, over at um, South Dearborn for the other school that we cover, you know, we're looking at um, you know Brady Ballard. Uh, Brady, you know, has been playing since he was a freshman. You know, sophomore year was fantastic. Um, Braden Johnson. Um, no, it's his senior year, but he was a stud this past year. Um, looked really, really, really good. Uh, Kunkel's fantastic. The kid's got an arm on him. Great, great, great player. Um, you know, C.J. Evans, he, you know, his c- senior year got kind of derailed there a little bit with an ankle injury, but he was fantastic every single chance I, I got to watch him. Um, you know, Hudson Shackleford, Ali uh, Babcock, I mean, those guys... All those guys are solid over there. Um, so yeah, I mean, those are some of the guys that, you know, can I can think of off the top of my head for sure. Um, moving right along here, Jake Lutz 75 says, How is East Central looking right now for state? I say they're looking pretty good. Um, I say it's East Central against the world. I mean, if if you don't want them at state, you're gonna have to come and beat them. That's just how I see it. Um, it's gonna be tough not to feel that way. Um, Ethan underscore Pierce 10 says Milan versus North Decatur prediction. Um, I think Milan's got this. They're playing tough. Um, that defense knows how to really get after it. And, um, you know, North Decatur, they're a little explosive on offense. Um, but I think when you got a solid defense the way Milan does, I think it's going to be a, a tough day for the Chargers. But I think it's going to be a good game either way. Uh, but I do think Milan. I think Mylan might have the edge on this one. We'll be keeping an eye on, on we'll be keeping an eye on that one for sure. Um, but yeah, I think Mylan edges them might be three three, six points, maybe. I mean it'll be a close one for sure. Um, so yeah, and then I had another question here. I'm gonna try to answer it the best way I can. I couldn't really find I did a little bit of research, couldn't really find anything to answer the question the best way that I could. Um but it was from Josh Benjamin on Facebook. Uh, I said, this might be a well-known item, but discussing the tournament success factor that the IHSAA uses for reclassification could be a good topic to explain. So his question was, what is the tournament success factor the IHSAA uses for reclassification? And I think it's, I think if you just, you know, from what I understand anyway, like I said, I couldn't really find anything official online. Maybe I just wasn't looking in the right spot. Um, but I believe, you know, if you win... If you make a couple deep playoff runs and you win a state championship or two, that's when they decide to bump you up. Now, I don't know what happens in 6A, um, because I know, you know, you got teams like Center Grove who are just dominant over there, but I, I'm not entirely too sure what happens, um, with that. I, and I, like I said, I couldn't find too much information, but as far as I know, I think, you know, if you're, you're making deep playoff runs year after year and, um, you know, winning state championships, I, I think that's where it that's where it becomes a little bit hairy. I know from what I've heard, anyway, I'm not entirely sure how true that is. Like I said, it's just kind of between like sports, you know journalist people and things like that that I've talked to over the past couple of weeks is that if East Central wins regionals this year, they get bumped up to 5A for next season. So I'm not sure, like I said, I'm not sure how true that is. I don't know if that's actually what the thing is or not, um, but that's just what I've heard. And I think a lot of it just comes down to just tournament, like you said, tournament success, um, but I'm not sure what in detail in goes into that because I can't find any, or at least I couldn't find any written material on it. Um, so I hope that answers your question, Josh do apologize (laughs) because I couldn't really find anything, but, um, yeah, we're going to do this again. Um, I think the mailbag, uh, is pretty sick and I I think it, it, it's a good way to get some people featured on the podcast and get some questions in that maybe some people had. So, um, I think we're going to do this here going forward, at least for the rest of the football playoffs and then we'll see what happens after that. But, uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap this thing up. I do appreciate anybody who tuned in and listened, um, once again, sponsorships, if you, want to, if you want to sponsor the podcast, if you've got any news you want to send in, you're going to go ahead and send that in to news at 812now.com. But on behalf of the 812, my name is Chris Schreiber. You go ahead and follow the 812 on all social media. Follow SCW on all social media. It's been a great day. We'll talk to you guys next time. Thanks.